This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. Hey everybody, Joe Smith here for your Weekend Geek for the week of May 26th to June 1st. Let's talk about the Weekend Geek that's fit to speak. In movies, the United Kingdom has signed off on new guidelines that would allow film and television production in the country to resume even amidst the threat of the ongoing pandemic. The guidelines, drafted by the British Film Commission and the British Film Institute, include provisions for, quote, physical distancing, safety training, and temperature tests. Director Zack Snyder announced last week, later confirmed by Warner Media, that a new version of the Justice League movie will be released to HBO Max in 2021, appropriately titled Zack Snyder's Justice League. The film has been reportedly expanded to almost four hours in length, with Snyder reassembling the film's original post-production crew to aid in the process. Snyder stoked anticipation for his new imagining of the film this week by dropping an image of Darkseid as he'll appear in the film. Darkseid wasn't in the theatrical version of the film, only as Lackey Steppenwolf. According to Warner Media chairman Bob Greenblatt during a recent podcast, this version of the film is, quote, a radical rethinking of Justice League, complicated and wildly expensive. Greenblatt indicated the cost of the revision is dramatically more than $30 million without indicating the amount of the actual budget. In somewhat related news, there are reports that Henry Cavill is in talks to return as Superman in an upcoming DC Comics movie. Cavill likely won't be participating in the Justice League reshoots, but will appear in a cameo for one or more of the upcoming DC Universe films, such as Black Adam, The Flash, and Shazam 2. Ryan Gosling is in talks to play the next incarnation of The Wolfman. The story is based on an original pitch by Gosling, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, quote, Gosling would play an anchorman who gets infected in what has been described as having a network-slash-nightcrawler vibe. Sony Pictures International and Amazon have closed a multi-picture deal with Alex de la Iglesia to develop a series of feature films celebrating cosmic horror. Named The Fear Collection, Iglesia stated in a press release that the concept is to generate a label of films with a specific character of cosmic horror, where characters face supernatural forces that threaten humanity. The production partners aim to produce two films a year, which will first be made available on Amazon Prime in Spain, with Sony controlling distribution rights for each picture outside of Spain. Paul Feig is attached to direct a film adaptation of Soman Chenani's The School for Good and Evil at Netflix, the first of six stories in the series. The story concerns two best friends enrolling in rival schools, one which produces good fairy tale characters while the other is responsible for their evil antagonists. And some quick bites. Doug Lyman will direct the currently untitled Tom Cruise movie, planning to shoot in outer space in partnership with SpaceX and NASA. According to John Landau on Instagram, production on the Avatar sequels will resume this week in New Zealand. Scott Derrickson is set to direct the Labyrinth sequel that's being produced by Lisa Henson, with a script from Into the Dark's Maggie Levin. Paramount has greenlit a sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog, with original director Jeff Fowler and screenwriters Pat Casey and Josh Miller set to return. And Lionsgate has confirmed Kate Blanchett has officially joined the cast of Eli Roth's Borderlands as Lilith. 
And in television, the HBO Max streaming service launched this week and overall had a very rough launch. The service brings together all of HBO's library plus all of Warner Media's other brands, including DC, Sesame Street, Turner Classic Movies, Studio Ghibli, Looney Tunes, Crunchyroll, and more. Despite promising a number of popular titles that the company said would be available immediately in a press release last week, those titles were nowhere to be found. It also appears the company has yanked the memo from its press rate. At launch, many reported poor navigation, a lack of 4K streaming, and curation that prioritized older content over new originals. In many cases, branded content offerings were limited, especially in the DC brand. And while HBO Max is adding more content to those areas, most titles will not arrive for months. Deadline is reporting that Cobra Kai is currently in the process of finding a new streaming service. The first two seasons of the show were on YouTube, which was planning on releasing the third season. However, YouTube's exit from scripted original content has caused producing partner Sony TV to shop the series out to Netflix, Hulu, and other streaming services. As part of this deal, whatever new outlet picks up the already filmed third season of the show will also be able to offer the first two seasons. This is the second show that was originally set up at YouTube. The first, On Becoming a God in Central Florida, was moved to Showtime and has been renewed for a second season. Bloomhouse Television is adapting Lee Wannell's 2018 sci-fi thriller Upgrade into a series, picking up a few years after the events of the film. Executive produced by Wannell, along with showrunner Tim Walsh, the story promises to quote, imagine a world in which the government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. And some more quick bites. Following the success of their Fraggle Rock Rock On series of shorts, Apple TV Plus has ordered a full-fledged Fraggle Rock reboot series. And according to Jerry Ryan during a recent Star Trek Voyager online cast reunion, the second season of Star Trek Picard hopes to begin filming this fall. In video games, hot off the heels of Vader Immortal, ILMX Lab and Oculus Studios have announced their latest VR game collaboration is Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Details are being kept under wraps, but the new game will be set within the same time frame as the park attraction, sometime between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, promising an original story that will feature both new and iconic characters from the Star Wars universe, with multiple styles of gameplay. There's no word yet on which VR platforms the game will launch on, but the involvement of Oculus Studios will probably mean it launches to the Quest and Rift before other platforms. And in other news, StarWars.com has officially confirmed that its upcoming storytelling and publishing initiative, The High Republic, has been pushed back to a January 2021 launch. And that, folks, is your Week in Geek. As always, a full listing of this week's articles is available with source links down in the podcast description, and I'll see you geeks next week. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, We Get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.